The Club and Resort Talks podcast is brought to you by The Montague Company. Montague is solely committed to building quality products that provide superior reliability. This commitment means that Montague will never compromise product quality or service for cost savings. Montague, known by the company we keep. Learn more at montaguecompany.com. Hey, this is Joanna DeCellis, editor of Club and Resort Chef. Welcome back to the Club and Resort Talks podcast. Today, we're talking with executive chef Jeremy DeStefano about the beer garden at Dedham Country and Polo Club in Massachusetts. First designed as a way to safely serve members outdoors, the lawn has become so much more than that. Averaging more than 200 covers per night last summer with an outdoor kitchen, this beer garden has sparked a whole new set of ideas and plans for DeStefano and the team. Thanks for joining us today, chef. How are you? I'm terrific. And how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I've never done this before, so take it easy on me, will you? I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do my best. <laughs> so now you are where? What's the name of your club? Uh, Dedham Country and Polo Club up in Massachusetts. Uh, okay. We're a private club. We've got a little over 600 family memberships. Comes out to about a total of about 1,800 members. So it's a very uh, family-oriented operation we have going. How long have you been there? Uh, since November of 2006, so a little over 15 years. That's amazing. So you've seen the the club kind of evolve, not only bef- through COVID, but before it. Yeah. Now you, so so that kind of gave you maybe an edge over others where you, you knew your membership, right? So when COVID hit and you had to shut down and create some new options, you kind of knew what might resonate with them. Can you tell us a little bit about what you what you created? The membership here has is, is changed dramatically over the years since I've been here. Um, our average age is down to 40, uh, 55, 54 years old right now, which is um, probably about 20 years younger than when I started. Um, so a lot of the, the members that we have now, I've seen the kids growing up and, and everything else. So it's, um, it's great to be in a, a, an area where you kind of get to know what the expectations are see how it develops. We had really two, two objectives to start um, when we came back to, to operations. And the first one of those objectives was to create a safe environment for both the staff and the membership. Um, we created, we built a, an entire outdoor um, kitchen, which kind of serviced all of our, our pool and, and snack bar and golf activities. And then we set up, um, some outdoor dining, which is really well spaced and kind of gave us an area for our, our casual dining uh, members. But, um, you know, the objective was really to make sure that the membership knew that we were taking the guidelines seriously and that we were going to, you know, maintaining all of our food safety procedures that we had in place and making sure that the staff really kind of grasped what we were trying to do, how we were accomplishing it, and they were confident in the, uh, the protocols we were putting in place. The second objective was to identify and understand and address any of the obstacles and challenges that the membership were going, either were encountering at the time or were going to encounter down the road. Um, you know, so that's why we kind of came up with the different areas for dining and, and making sure they had a place to spend the summer. So, now, what, what kind of traction did you get with your members with that outdoor dining space? Incredibly busy. Um, you know, it was, um, obviously the pool was a little bit limited with reservations and stuff on how many people we could have there. Um, golf was, was tremendously active during the summer and, um, you know, we were able to spread out. I mean, we've got a, a good size West lawn that we use to put the kitchen in and keep everybody spread out. We put a pizza oven in and out there and, and really kind of 
had a very busy summer. It was a, a great opportunity. So. How do the numbers look? We did okay. Um, you know, end of the year, we, uh, we actually beat our original budget, which was great. Nice. Now, what about on the event side? You know, this was this was the year of a la carte where everyone is coming up with cool ways to bring the membership in, but banquets have had to go away. So have you been able to bring some of those back? And what do they look like now? We were able to, you know, execute all of our um, golf events. We went to a lot of tea times, which kind of made the, the food portion of the event drag out for several hours. Um, but we were able to do a lot of small plates and outside, um, you know, action stations and stuff like that, where we kept everybody happy. Um, you know, nobody was really going to a buffet and we were just being handed a plate with, you know, a, a two or three bite item on it and came back and got another one and, you know, back to the table. So it worked out pretty well and people really enjoyed it. Well, let's talk about this outdoor kitchen that you built. What kinds of equipment did you put into it and uh, where is it on the club property? Well, it's on our west court, uh, our west lawn, which is between the pool and the and the golf shop. We built the kitchen around a pizza oven, which we purchased um, way back in March. Um, it was a trailer. It was a, it's got a 48-inch cooking deck on it. Um, so we kind of put that in, and then we emptied all of the equipment uh, from our snack bar. Um, so a flat top, dilators, a grill. Um, had it all converted to propane and, and built into an outdoor kitchen. So it was, um, you know, we had probably four to five cooks working out there at a time. Uh, the wait staff, it was, you know, food was ordered at a window and then delivered to the table. So it was, um, it was a great opportunity and people really enjoyed it. Now you have some renovations coming up, right? Inside the clubhouse. So this outdoor kitchen might not be so temporary, right? What's, what's the plan? The plan is to take a lot of the concepts and ideas that we put in through the outdoor kitchen and build them into what could potentially be a three-season um, outdoor dining facility, which we don't currently have. Um, you know, so it's going to be adding um, another kitchen um, in the expansion that we're going to go through, which will have the pizza oven and all the other things that we kind of brought in this summer, um, which is going to be great. So, um, it's a big project, but looking forward to it. So when will this project begin? Um, early in 2022. Okay. And what's the budget right now for it? Um, last numbers that I saw were upwards of 10 million. Okay. So this is, this is a big one. <laughs> this is the big one. Yeah. Uh, include renovations in the clubhouse, in the dining areas, uh, you know, implementing the, um, the hitting bays and simulators and all that stuff on the other end of it. Uh, you know, and is anything happening in the kitchen? Yeah, we're going to wind up with um, essentially three brand new kitchens. We're going to expand the, um, the main kitchen we have now. We're going to build the, uh, the third kitchen, which will be in the basement level, which will serve all the outdoor uh, facilities. And we're going to expand the function kitchen into a much more operating kitchen. Um, than it ever has been. Right now it's more of a finishing kitchen, but we'll be able to get people up there and, and have room to prep and, and execute up there a little better than we have in the past. How much do you typically do in in a year in annual F&B? Uh, just over three million. Now with all of these plans, what do you forecast? Will that number grow or will it just, is the goal to improve quality, improve speed? What's what's kind of the, the hope? I think all of it. Um, 
you know, obviously we're going to see some growth um, just on the newness of it and, you know, the activity that we generated from this summit, um, you know, it shows that we can do everything we, we would normally do outside, um, but now we're going to be able to do it better, more efficiently. You know, the, the banquet kitchen is going to help out tremendously on the events we're going to do up there. I think that business is going to come back, uh, you know, better than it ever has before. I, mean, I think all the weddings that are stockpiling right now are all going to come at once. Um, you know, so I think that end of things is, is going to come back quite a bit. And, you know, what we're going to be able to do out of the main kitchen now is going to be a whole lot more. It's going to be a whole lot more efficient. Uh, we're going to expand seating in the dining areas and stuff like that. So. Um, I think the numbers are all going to go up. What about staffing for these new areas? Are you going to need to increase the amount of labor that you're using to cover all these spaces? I think to start, we're going to have to increase a little bit, but I think in the long run, it's going to flatten out for us um, as we start to, to centralize the, the activity um, during different parts of the year. Um, you know, we I, I have a kind of a feeling that we're going to be busier on the outside during the the summer months and you know move back inside in the winter and we'll be able to shift staff around you know during the different points of the year um, but we're, we're building this in the anticipation of you know eventually moving into a banquet uh, or i'm sorry a, um, a pastry shop or a bake a bakery uh, we'll build that in for the first time here um, and we're also kind of developing more of a commissary kitchen where we can continue to focus on a lot of the signature items that we're doing, um, whether it's beef jerky or our own chips or, uh, you know, any of the stuff that's kind of packaging on a, a daily basis, so. What has 2020 taught you about this, the, the ability to do all of these things and all this newness? What are some of the, the, the most valuable lessons that you have learned in the past year? Adaptability, um, you know, and it's, I think everything that we've done, uh, I think we've been a little more proactive than reactive in a lot of things, um, which I think is important and to kind of see what's coming down the road and, and how we can do it and do it better. Um, but it's always going to change and we've got to make sure that we have the ability to do that uh, and, and make sure that the club is, is committed to giving us the resources to do that, which they've been great with. Um, I think one of the one of the things that's come out of this entire COVID thing is the perception of, um, you know, food safety and, and dining outside of your home. And, you know, when this all started, I think we all stopped going to the grocery store. We stopped buying food at the supermarket. It was all being delivered by your local produce company now. And um, regardless of that, every apple or every box of cereal that was coming into your home, you had to scrub it down and disinfect it. And, um, you know, and then restaurants were being shut down. And in reality, you know, food was never really, you know, it's always maintained a, a safety level, especially coming out of a, a properly run kitchen. Um, it's really been about the groups, but I think people kind of have that perception now where is food safe? And, you know, I think it's going to be a battle to come back from that, where it really should be, and it, it, it is, and it has been. What about you personally? Have you how have you how have you been over this past year? It's a lot to manage, not just the the COVID pandemic, but all of this plans that the club has, all of these quick pivots. How how have you been handling it? You know, it's been stressful. You know, we're not going to lie about that. 
Um, but it's been it's been challenging. It's been fun. Um, you know, the excitement that you can give to the staff when you're coming up with a new idea. You know, all right, this is how we're going to execute this. We're going to do it safely and, and kind of get the rest of the team on board um, has really been a great challenge. And in the end, it's very satisfying. So. Yeah. Let's talk, let's dive a little deeper into the outdoor dining space that that you were able to create. So it's kind of like a beer garden, right? Like it's it's got sort of this theme to it. Tell us a little bit about what kind of food you're serving and 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 drink. Like you said, it's it's a very expansive west lawn that um, really we only use occasionally for our, our big um, you know our Fourth of July cookout or Memorial Day cookout things like that. Um, sometimes we'll do some of the big, big weddings out there where we'll rent a tent and, and set, it up, set it up out there for you know, 200 plus people. Um, so it's very, it's an underutilized area of the club. Um, so we were able to, you know, line it up with some big picnic tables. Um, you know, we strung lights across the top and, you know, kind of went with a very rustic kind of, you know, old wooden theme and, and stuff like that. Um, so people were very comfortable out there. You know, we had a full bar and all that out there. Um, you know, in the kitchen, you know, it was everything from pizza to burgers to chicken wings, you know, more on the casual end of things, but um, we definitely, you know, we, we had some fun out there. Um, you know, in the in the brick oven, the pizza oven, we were doing muscles out of there, and, uh, you know, different kinds of, uh, you know, obviously different kinds of pizzas and all that, but it was, um, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. and. You know, the learning curve and the, the staff that we had out there really enjoyed it. It was, it was an active area, so. Did you need to create, or did you create a dedicated service space within this beer garden, or were your team members going in and out of the clubhouse in order to get the food? How did you handle service? Everything was outside. Um, okay. So we have an overhang on the west porch, and... Uh, we kind of use that as some shelter um, where we could set up all of our, our dry goods, our paper goods. We had a walk-up counter in there. Uh, we built an awning coming off of that for you know any kind of weather and stuff like that. And then the kitchen area, we were able to cover all of that with a, a big tent. So everything was outside and you know it was very self-sufficient. Um, you know, the only only time staff was coming in the building was to replenish. Uh, you know, any of the prepared foods that, that had to get out to the line, so. What were some of the challenges that you had with this space? Weather was probably the biggest issue we had. Um, you know, we had a couple of good storms come through over the over the course of the summer where where wind kind of had its way with what we had set up in the kitchen. And, um, you know, but it was pretty easy to, to kind of rebuild anything that did blow over. Uh, you know, and we learned from it the first time, that's for sure. Uh, getting the computers and stuff out there was tricky, um, you know, but we, we worked with the, um, the IT company and got that all squared away. Um, you know, other than that, it was just a lot of planning and, and making sure that the staff was in the right places at the right time. What about going forward? Are Do you have plans to change this space and evolve it in any way? Or will you kind of lift and lace what you what you did this past year? I think we're gonna we're gonna be pretty much repeat what we did last summer this summer throughout there. Um, we've got a couple of improvements and and um, you know some efficiencies that we're gonna put in. We're gonna change up the menu a little bit, make it a little fresher again. Obviously, recreate ourselves. Um, 
But, you know, other than that, I think it's um, that's our plan for this summer. For more podcasts, check out our site, clevenresortchef.com. Mm-hmm.